This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Everybody, it is time for another smoking hot edition of the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. You've got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you. We've got an hour's worth of gambling talk to get ready for Week Seven in the NFL. Actually, kicked off last night with kind of a snoozer as the Browns did hold on to beat the Broncos uh, at home to get things going for the week. We got Week Eight in college. There are some very intriguing college games. Not a ton of NFL games that are. Very sexy. I think the card's a little tough to handicap this week, but that's why Mike and I are here to try to work with it, uh, work through it with you. And we had another winning week last week, Mike. It pays to listen to the odds couple. And when you have a winning week like we did, and how you doing, everybody, then what I do is listen seven or eight times. There you go. If I have a losing week, I think three weeks ago I didn't even listen. I just listened <laughs> to the radio uh, one, that, you know, the re- our, our, our beautiful repeat on Saturday morning. I listened to that. It was with pain. Not last week, ladies and gentlemen. Carmen DeFelco is one of the hottest handicappers in America. 3-0 and last week, and I did give him Wisconsin. We'll explain in a minute. Oh, I love it. Uh, Thank and you. then <laughs> I go four and one. I finally had a winning week in the media pool, but I figured something out. If I if the games were fifty five minutes long, I'd have five more wins this year. I had to, or no, excuse me. If the games were five minutes, uh, yeah, basically, if the games ended at fifty five, right? Yeah, instead of then 60, I'd be. Yeah. I mean, New England. Oh my God! How do you single cover a guy across the field, Bill Belichick? A defensive coach because you're guarding against the field goal and they burn you with the touchdown. Yeah. Okay, and I can't be happier, ladies and gentlemen, that I was four and one. Carm was three and zero, oh, and then Randy is one and zero. Oh, and Randy made the best call of the week. What was it? Randy says, "I'll tell you what. I, I'll try to paraphrase how he talks. Okay. I tell you, I really like Army. You know. Yeah. And if you listen to the show, and if you listen to the podcast." Carmen says, yeah, I really like him, too. And I go, yeah, that's a pick. So the World Gambling so Organization hurt. <laughs> and they added that win to everybody's total. We go 8-1. and one. I love it's it. It's insane. That's a hell of a week. That's how you do it, folks. And we we called it. We said, you know, you never want to play Army in the middle no. of the season. You know, it's never. Wake Forest has got to deal with it this week. They look, haven't played Army in five years. They got to deal with Army this week. Look, they're out. Look, they're out of Switzerland, Zurich. They're more into <laughs> soccer, but they understand when predictions are made that it doesn't have to be the main pick. You know what I mean? The then they filed the stuff to the U.S. branch I in Cedar it. Rapids, Iowa, where yes, it it wasn't our big pick, you and I. But we agreed with Randy's major pick, yep. and we put we attached our hips to him. Period. We did. We're going to give you best plays a little bit later on before we're out of here. We'll try to make everybody more money. That's what we're doing, having a good time. We've got lots of NFL and college to talk about, so let's jump right in. And we always start with our beloved Bears. They're going on to Tampa. A lot of big spreads this week, Mike, and the Bears oh. are one of them, where they are getting about 12.5 points. The Bears have not been a dog uh, of this many points since the final game, Week 17, 
uh, late December of 2017, the final game of the John Fox era. That's the last time the Bears were a dog at this big. They're one of, I think, three teams getting double digits so far this weekend. So big dog going down to Tampa, and you know Tom Brady's going to be plenty angry and plenty fired up about losing in prime time to the Bears and Nick Foles last year and holding up four fingers for getting how many downs there were. If Dalton was playing, uh, Tampa Bay would be 10. Tampa Bay might be nine and a half. If Dalton was playing, if Foles was playing, maybe ten and a half. If Fields is playing, a raw rookie who right now is not working out the way that a lot of people thought. It's very quiet on social media. People are hopeful. I'm hopeful. hopeful. That's it. Uh, but when you are averaging more uh, yards rushing than you are passing, right now it's not working out. And to, for them to marry themselves to a rookie. See, last week, I, I know I, I, it's going to be the unpopular uh, deal with me on this, uh, but that's the way it goes. Last week, I would have pulled him at half. You had a, Okay, we're developing you. You got to see some things. That game was within reach. Did anybody suggest Dalton come in? No, nobody. Now, I don't know how hurt he is, but he's active. You got Foles over there, and I think that's a winnable game last week. I really do, because Green Bay didn't play all that well to me. They did not. The Bears' defense, I thought, played well. Green Absolutely. Bay, Absolutely. Yeah. You're killing these guys. But I, I don't. But I mean, what is Dalton going to do in that offense? That Maybe they fun? win the game, Carm. Who quarterbacked for Cleveland last night? Case Keenum. Who won? Case Keenum. All right, enough. Boy, that Broncos situation's a mess. It's the <laughs> National Football League. You can't predict what's going to happen anymore. All I'm saying is give us a different look. Shock them. Maybe make a move. There's relief pitchers in baseball. I'm seeing World Series games started by relief pitchers. Oh, my God. And they're pulling guys every two innings. Not that I like that. More than ever. But why can't a relief pitcher come in 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 football and give us hope? Well, I I knew there was no hope. You don't have – and I see – Did you think there was hope? With him? Their offense is so dreadful, it's hard to imagine much But what I'm saying is – I'm saying to everybody is, okay, it's dreadful, but he's one of the reasons. They're throwing short passes where you, in this day and age, Henry. Henry. In this day and age. You believe it in this day and age. When a football team is averaging more yards on the ground than in the air, don't you ever face up Mike North and tell him this is working out. Don't. Well, there's nothing that works out about their offense. I can't. I can't. Well, argue they're with the there. ones that wanted to change. But I still think you your your best bet for the future is letting Fields work through the issues now, get better, see defenses, and hopefully he grows. Well, and the matures. best bet for the future over Foles and Dalton is that way. But for I, sure. And 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 I, and I think that's a sad thing because uh, you know what? I watch some of the other rookie quarterbacks. I, you know what? Fields being ranked third or fourth among the rookie quarterbacks. It's like me being the valedictorian of my summer school class. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's crazy. They're so middling. Like uh, you know, they're, they're, oh. the Bears uh, the, the, over their last thirty-eight games, they're nineteen and nineteen. They're three and three this year. They're average. They're frustrating. But offensively, the numbers are just horrific. I Roquan mean, they're, they're bottom Smith, five. Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack, and and Akeem Hicks. Yeah. If well, the Bears ever win, will not be here to see it, and their years were wasted. Yeah, of course. Sure. I mean, the way it's going now, you're right. We I want mean, to develop a quarterback. Winning is secondary. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah, they're uh, and I don't know what to expect this week. The one thing the Bears huh, do well. What is, do you think? I think they're going to get it put to them pretty good, unfortunately. And I'll be at the game. I'm going I to the hope. game. I'm leaving tomorrow morning. Good for you. What, yeah. what happened? Did you lose a bet? No, we didn't lose a bet. What do you mean? You're going on your own? I'm going with. I'm um, taking my son. Sylvie Aww. and Danny are also uh, going, and we're bringing our older sons. And so we figured let's give them a shot to see Brady. But I we. 
This guy might play to yeah, least that's 50. A great, that's I don't a great know. Angle. But, yeah, we thought it'd be fun. That when I the- had another talk show host in town uh, who basically he has an average understanding of the media. Say, why would uh, uh, Fox send their main crew? for Tampa Bay and the Bears. And I just was stunned by that, but he did copy me. And I said, well, maybe because Justin Fields, people are still curious about him, although yeah. that's starting to wane. Tom Brady. Brady, yeah, there you go. It's Brady. In the Chicago market. Yeah. Right, that's it. You are hit you it guys, up. I mean, seriously, it, it, and it's if CBS, you're in the media, you right? can't, you C- got to know. CBS. Yeah, yeah it's CBS, CBS this week. Oh, it's, I'm it's, sorry, it's, it's then fa- Nance and Romo. Ran- it's Nance and Romo, yes. Yeah, you're right. It's it's Chicago market. It's Brady against Whatever. the Bears. Yeah. CBS or Fox. Yeah. You gotta know Brady, Bears, Fields. Agreed. Hurrah. Hurrah, hurrah. And the biggest news is this Robert Quinn stuff. I mean, now that he's on the COVID list, too, if he can't play, it wow. really, and, you know, Akeem Hicks is missing practice time this week, and he's still banged up. Looks like you re-injured that groin. That's going to make it tough sledding, and you know Brady's going to want to stick it to him after the loss last year. So well, I, I don't think it sets up us. well. Yeah, he's I know. He's making fun of Aaron Rodgers, saying that he owns Soldier Field. Does that sound like a guy that's worried about the Chicago Bears? No. In the old days? <laughs> Not really. In the olden days? He's mangled. For making a statement like that. And Rodgers would have been mangled. I knew some of the old Bears. He wouldn't have survived. Well, different era now. Yeah, you can't even. Well, you got I mean, to if you touch the helmet. That's it. You, you know, be, or if you tackle the jersey from behind, you better the be, horse collar. You better be oh so careful these yes, days. You're absolutely, absolutely. right. Absolutely. Right, when we come back, we're going to check in with our buddy Luke Pergandy. Luke, I go to another game. Luke's maybe. been on the road for every game with the Bears. I wonder if he's going to Tampa. We're going to find out. But, I mean, he's jet-setting all across the country yep. going to games, living the life, living the dream. Our buddy from PropSwap is going to join us uh, when we come back next, talk about some of the hot futures tickets that are available. Things are always being bought and sold on the PropSwap app. So we will talk to Luke when we come back. Plenty of NFL and college to get to, so don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up. It's Mike and Carmen. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, everybody, on the ESPN Chicago app. We are presented by PropSwap. You'll get the Encore replay two times on the weekend during football season. 8 to 9 Saturday morning, 9 to 10 on Sunday, ahead of Week 7 in the NFL. Bears go to Tampa. Mike and I were just talking about that. Let's bring in our good buddy, uh, Luke Pergandy, who's one of the founding members of PropSwap, our great presenting sponsor. And it's the, the greatest, it's the only marketplace of its kind where you can buy and sell futures tickets, PropSwap.com or the PropSwap app. Luke, what's going on, buddy? Welcome in. What's up, boys? We had the uh, we had the sports equinox this week. All four major sports at the same time. How do you beat that? Everything's awesome. back. I know you've got these baseball playoff games, and you've got the NBA tipping off and football. I mean, speaking of the NBA, Steph Curry, a triple-double. He didn't shoot the ball well in yeah. the opener, but a triple-double. He go, Where did he go, for like 45 last night? I fell asleep in the fourth quarter, but I think he had like 45. But don't worry. LeBron's better. We better start looking for those Steph Curry uh, props. Don't props worry. Swap. LeBron's better. And so is Mello. No, Mello's not better. <laughs> Come on. Stop it, Mello. The Lakers better. are yeah, America's had, uh, oldest team. <laughs> Steph had 25 in the first. I mean, he's, he's crazy. <laughs> he's unbelievable, man. And he's, he was short odds to be MVP anyway, but keep an eye on some of those tickets. Well, so. I always say, Carm, it's like when if Jordan was in his prime 
And Steph Curry came in and won three in a row, and people kept saying, or won three three championships, and people kept saying Jordan was was the best player who ever played. I think there'd be a debate, wouldn't there? Yeah, we. He we came judge. in LeBron's prime when nobody was yeah. supposed to be better, and stole his heart. We judge on on championships. I know what you mean. It it, it, it opens it up for debate more than not for everybody. But yeah. LeBron James, I mean, he he was hand picking his teams, and oh. this little guy comes in that weighs one hundred thirty five yeah. pounds, yeah. and takes them down. I know. So uh, people already looking for for value on NBA stuff. I mean, with the season tip off, with the excitement ramped up, do people start posting tickets early on, Luke? Yeah, yeah, people are posting some NBA tickets. You know, uh, Rookie of the Year is interesting. Defensive Player of the Year, to your point, MVP. Yeah, people are posting that stuff. You know, the the value of these tickets. Baseball is king right now, and we're selling gigantic Houston Astros. We sold a huge Red Sox ticket uh, once they went up two to one. Oh. It's it's so sad seeing Schwarber do this for I Boston. Know. I like I know being Cubs fan. Like it's just, uh, and I get it. Like he's not a great fielder, and he actually had a couple errors in. In game four, that you could argue uh, swung the game for Houston, but uh, man, that grand slam in game three um, for Boston was just was he, he just mashes that ball. Um, but yeah, so on the Red Sox side, we sold the same ticket four separate times in the last two weeks. Wow. He originally got the Sox, Red Sox at thirty to one, about a hundred bucks. He sold it for two fifty. Next guy sells for four hundred. Third guy sells it for six hundred, and final guy pays a thousand, uh, all within the last two weeks. Wow. It, it was crazy to see. Well, and the guy who was smart enough to get out when they went up two one. I mean, that's the point of of the app. It's the point of the website. That's why Prop Swap was created. I mean, you know, get out, reload if you want on Boston, but they're up two one, and people are talking about, oh my god, Boston's going to go back to the World Series again, and now they're up against it. So you got to know when the right time is to get out of those tickets. Totally. That's you know, to me, like. Everyone wants to sell, and this is not prop stop and prop stop aside. Like everyone wants to sell their bet once it's too late. Yeah, right. They're like, oh, like you know, now I want to sell once the odds go down. It's like, well, no, now no one wants to buy your ticket. Right. But well, if you sell it when your team's ahead or you go up to one, like everyone wants to buy your ticket. So you can play on momentum. You can play on psychology. Um, just because your team is winning, obviously does not mean that your team's going to win the finals. You look at, you know, the Phoenix Suns classic example, Phoenix goes up 2-0 in the NBA finals. Guy sells his $500 ticket for $16,000. Milwaukee wins four games in a row. He looks like a genius. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's what I would advise everybody, being an astute observer, being a spokesman uh, for this great company. Uh, you know, I would just say put your Laker t- tickets up for sale <laughs> as soon as you can. Maybe you'll make 50 cents. Maybe you'll make a buck. Maybe PropSwap will help you. But anybody that thinks we're nine players are over 32 years of age, and I said this, Westbrook and LeBron are going to have some challenges. To, oh, yeah. I know it's early. I know it's early, but the defense and everything else has got to come into play, injuries and everything else. I think Laker tickets, before the All-Star break, Luke, and maybe some now, yeah. will go up. No, this, 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 we see this every time with these super teams. Like yes. They just take so long to gel. Yeah. And, and sometimes they don't. Like these, yeah. yeah, and sometimes they never do. Yeah, totally. Um, but, no, I, I agree. If I could, oh. if I could uh, sell a season win total – on the Lakers in the first half, I yep. would. Uh, and even selling an NBA Finals ticket, I would. And then, you know, we'll see what happens come, you know, January, February, March. But I agree with you, Mike. I think certainly for 2021, 
uh, for the next two and a half months of the season, I, I would be selling the Lakers as well. It just takes so much time for those guys to gel their egos and their playing styles. Uh, problem is their odds are still going to be short no matter sure. what. I mean, and I think I read a story this week that across the Caesars platforms, if I'm not mistaken, I read they've got more money on the Lakers than every other team They're combined. no different than the, the Yankees. They're no yeah. different than the right. Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they so. are. Hey, uh, everybody, yeah. make sure you follow Luke on Instagram uh, because you can live vicariously through him the way I do. He's at a different venue. In my, yeah, I mean, he's at a different venue enjoying some awesome game each and every week. I think he was down in New Orleans, and then it was on to Baton Rouge last week yeah. for that LSU-Florida game. You I'm go, in my bathroom looking I'm, in the mirror going, why? Me too. I'm sitting yeah. there looking at Luke's Instagram like, man, that yeah. looks like fun. Well, yeah. Are you going to a game this weekend? I, I am taking this weekend off. It will be. Uh, I gotta. I gotta do some work this weekend. But obviously, so I have. I live in New Jersey. I put three TVs up in my living room. I watch all the games on Sunday. Love it. Um, and uh, but yeah, I'll be in Chicago next weekend. Maybe see a Bulls game. I think they play. The, I'm going to the game next Saturday at the UC. I, I kind of like this Bulls. Yeah, game. they um, should be fun. You know, c- certainly relative to the last seven eight seasons. Um, you know, am I, am I saying this team's going to compete with Brooklyn or Milwaukee? Probably not, but you know, certainly I'll try to make the playoffs and, and make a run here. Yeah, uh, forty-two and a half. Forty-two and a half is the over/under. Now, folks, keep in mind they won twenty-two games. They still got to play some defense. If there's a defensive, I mean, Ben Simmons, if he came on the Bulls, people forget Scottie Pippen was a very okay to offensively, but he was a lockdown guy. My thing is, if they win forty-two games, that's a twenty-game improvement. You can't, you can't laugh mm-hmm. at that, right? No, it's a huge improvement. And yes. I think they'll go yeah. over their over. I think they'll go over their total, to be honest. So we'll see. All right, Luke, uh, have a great weekend, buddy, and we'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Carmen. See you, pal. Uh, Luke, There's our guy. On a trip Luke, you? I better go on a trip. Well, with first me. of all, he sounds like Keith Richard after a 60 city tour <laughs> at the end. He sounds burnt out right now. He's got he to recharge. He needs a day off. The guy's yeah. been in Vegas. The guy, listen, I read, I hear where he's going, I get exhausted. Okay, that's how much the guy's working. It. That's why Prop Swap's a great company. Yeah, they're the best. Yep. Um, some other NFL action. we got a lot of games to talk about. Uh, it'll be uh, the second meeting of the year between the Jets and the Patriots. We know what the Pats did to the Jets Ugh. in the first meeting. They whooped them pretty good. That game was in the Meadowlands. This one's back in New England where the Patriots are 0-4 at home this year. Mike talked about being on the wrong side of that tough Ugh. one. Last week, that was what such a, a terrible call. Oh, my God, it was. When McCarthy outcoaches you, yeah, it's not that good. is the all-time worst. <laughs> That's not good. No. But uh, they did force, uh, what, four, I think, Zach Wilson interceptions. We know about no. Belichick's record, 23-6 and six straight up against rookie quarterbacks, 13-0 and 0 straight up at home as head coach of the Patriots against rookie quarterbacks. Now, they should win at home. Will they cover the six and a half or seven? That's a different story. Tough to maybe back the Pats laying that kind of number the way they've played at home. You know what? I'm going to stay away from this game. Believe me, I got a feeling if Zach Wilson played at Margate Park in the Touch Football League, I would have intercepted him. Uh, Overhyped quarterback. I don't think that's going to work out. I know you could tell me Aikman did this uh, and other guys did that, but it's a whole different era when you knew that John Elway was going to be good. You knew Marino was all that. I don't know that would 
these quarterbacks. And Zach Wilson is a quarterback that I'll give Pace credit for not trading up to try to get. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bad situation there. And, you know, it's no different uh, than uh, Sam Darnold. I knew he was a bum. Everybody wants to blame the Jets. He goes somewhere else, and it's not getting done. He's had a horrendous last couple weeks. And, you know, like I said last week, there's four or five teams for my guy uh, to look at already next year. And there was one added last week, and we'll see what happens. But there's going to be some teams and needs of quarterbacks if they want their fan bases to still be engaged. I, I, I can't believe some of the quarterback play that I'm actually seeing. I basically am looking at this game, Carm. It's it's a it's a no play. No play for me either in that. Yeah, one. I uh, mean you know I just am afraid of of Belichick and Zach Wilson. I was there. Yeah, that's a good, good excellent way to put it. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrified of both of them. That's pretty funny. When we come back, we're going to talk about more games, including one that should be pretty funny good and how. one that could be a shootout: the Chiefs and the Titans. Mike and I are going to go inside the numbers on funny that one how. a little bit. Funny, like I'm a clown. Well, like no, I you, you said something was funny that about was, Zach Wilson. That Henry. was funny. <laughs> That was good. We got more to talk about. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back. It's Mike and Carmen. We're the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside the Odds Couple, getting you ready for Week 7 in the NFL. Some college games to talk about as well. We're presented by Prop Swap. It's Mike and Carmen with you each and every week here on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay all weekend long, 8 to 9 in the morning on Saturday, 9 to 10 Sunday morning after Jeff Miller's uh, Fantasy Football Show. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Right before all the games, we'll save you money by just going with our picks. That's on it. Fire. We're going to give you best plays again. We had a big week last week. Oh, we have given God. out winners every week this year. Chiefs-Titans is an interesting one. Titans playing on the short week. They're getting 5.5 at home. 57.5 is the total, and everybody expects this game to be a shootout. Why? Well, both teams are pretty good at offense, and both teams kind of stink on defense, and it's really as simple as that. The Chiefs are so good and so efficient uh, by the uh, for the most part offensively. It's incredible. The only thing holding them back, of course, all the turnovers. They're first in so many metrics offensively, Mike, but they're also first in turnovers. So the self-inflicted wounds uh, are probably what has held the Chiefs back a little bit, that and the defense. But when this offense gets going, it is pretty much impossible to stop. And I don't know if the Titans are going to be capable of stopping it. Well, the Chiefs are a... Weird team. They did cover last week. They uh, did. Yes, with a great, with a dominant second half. I mean, they they shut out Washington in the second half. Washington's got its own issues. We'll talk about that game in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to tell you something. I look at the Titans, and and this is a stay away for me because I do like Vrabel. I just, you know, we always talk about the quarterback. They'll never, I think, go all the way with Tannehill. I, I'm happy he got out of Miami. That was another bad situation. He's made them regret letting him go because, you know, what he went to Tennessee. And, and and when Henry, I mean, if you had a better quarterback and you didn't get rid of your receivers, I mean, this is a Super Bowl team with the running back you got. But now this is a stay away from me. I can't – it came out even, Carl. Yeah, and I, I the one thing that's holding me back from going uh, Chiefs minus the points, and some money has driven this line actually down to five in some spots. Which means nothing to us. 
No. Does it? No. Does it mean something to you if you watch the money? No, not really. The only time I ever want to be on one side or the other is if it's so lopsided and the books have a position where, you know, they're, they've sort of set it up where they're completely opposite of the public. I'll lean to maybe well, be on the side of the Well, they've had two of the books, worst weeks in history the last two weeks. The last two weeks have not been good for them, correct? Eight and four last week for the public. Yeah, so... Um, the Chiefs, yeah, the only thing that's prevented me from the Chiefs here is, you know, having to go on the road, play this game, and their defense just not being able to really stop no. anybody. And if if Tennessee keeps it close and they don't have to play catch up the whole game and throw it, Derrick Henry can be a monster. I mean, everybody's running on that Chiefs defense. So that's what scares me. Both teams are four and two to the over this season. Like I said, that's not a shock with the way these teams play offensively and how poor they are defensively. So if you want to factor that into the total of 57 and a half, both teams are four and two to the over. And as Mike said, Tannehill has found success there. I don't think he's great either. I think no. Mike summed that up quite well. But Tannehill is six and four against mm-hmm. the number when taking points as quarterback. If the Chiefs of the had Titans. the Bear defense, they wouldn't lose a game, I don't think. Yeah, and, I think and, you might and be right. And the Bear defense has holes with the Bears offense right. because yeah. of the Bear because of time on the field. The only time that they really, I mean, they're a turnover type of uh, defense. Uh, I mean, they'd set Mahomes up on a short field oh, instead. Yeah. Mahomes is fighting for his life because they're scoring back on him as much as he's scoring on them. I mean, their their offensive numbers, I'm telling Casey, yeah. Casey is averaging 4.3 more net yards per drive than any team in the NFL. Their average points per drive are 3.14. No other team in football is over 2.90. Dallas is next at 2.89. It's incredible how good they are offensively. But uh, they, they're still at a you know just three and three because of some of the defensive troubles and some of the turnovers. I love Lamar Jackson again. Let me just say, oh this. my God, I do too. And you last called that week, game perfectly. Uh, well, last week we made you know we do the podcast before we do the eleven forty eight show. And if you miss Carmen and Yurko, you're missing the best show in the business, ladies and gentlemen. But at eleven forty eight, we are an ATM machine. We went two and zero last week with Kansas City and Baltimore. Uh, and I took Baltimore. Didn't give it out on the odds couple. Uh, so you got to listen. Because later on I come up with another game, but I got to tell you something. Does Lamar Jackson make Kansas City as good a team as they are now if he's on Kansas City? And if Mahomes is on the Ravens, okay, are the Ravens better? I mean, seriously, or is it? I think hey, he's pick your poison. Yeah, I mean, I think he's. To me, he's Lamar Jackson's unbelievable. Lamar's awesome. He is, and he's. Got I have it. never seen a running back quarterback. I've seen them all. Randall Cunningham, who was the first, the hybrid, if you will, Tarkenton, who nobody could touch. Right. But this guy's unbelievable. Steve Young. Yeah, but this guy's a different class. Yeah. I think you're totally right. Listens to the coaching staff, does what he's he's asked to do, doesn't cause a problem, is about winning. And he's gotten better at throwing the deep ball, becoming more accurate. You talked about that last week. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, So Washington goes to Green Bay. The Chiefs, as Mike said, did cover against Washington last week. They pitched a shutout. Washington's really got a lot of injuries here. Um, you know, Terry McLaurin uh, got knocked out of that game. Antonio Gibson's banged up. Neither practiced much this week. So they're dealing with all kinds. Of, of course, Logan Thomas, one of their best playmakers on offense, Ooh. is on IR right now. They are getting seven points, seven and a half against the Packers. Green Bay, 11, uh, 18 and 11 against the spread mm-hmm. at home since 2018. That's the second best mark in the NFL. I might have a pick on this game, but I will tell you this. If any man wants and needs a win, it's Ron Rivera. Yes, okay? badly. Uh, the spread, look, 
this is uh, a situation, if Rivera keeps his job, that next year he'll have a different quarterback because uh, Heineken, I guess Carmen summed it up, uh, and really in the DeFalco way, politely, you know, he's just a guy. Yeah. That's what he said last week. He's a and guy. that you're not going to win many games like that. But Rivera has a history playing against this team. Unfortunately, uh, you know, he, he played it at a different time. But I got a feeling maybe they stay within the spread because it is a big spread, Carm. It is. It's seven and a half. It is a big spread. It'll be interesting to see how Rivera plays this defensively, too. Yes. We know they like to blitz a lot. They've got the third highest blitz rate in the NFL. They're not really getting home. They're 24th in adjusted sack rate. Yeah. Here's the problem. You start blitzing Aaron Rodgers, normally you are dead to rights. Only Patrick Mahomes has been blitzed fewer times this year than Aaron Rodgers because teams know blitzing Aaron Rodgers is a dangerous game to okay. play. We'll see how they play it this as you're As a defense attorney, representing everything else that you said or going against it, if they don't blitz him and he's whipping your ass the other way, I know. Then, 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 how can somebody say that blitzing's going to burn you when you're playing like I said last week? And the Bears basically, you know, played their basic. Okay, they did some blitzing, but they just let him, and you know, and they pl- they played a decent game. They did. But if you let Rodgers or any major quarterback, like I said last week, sit in the pocket and just, and then he rolls out. You know, I know, and he's nobody. I'll say this about him: when he rolls out, ninety percent of the time, if, especially if you bet against him, yep, it, those are completions. I know he's the most accurate. It's unbelievable. He's the most accurate quarterback I've ever seen out of the pocket on the run. Honestly, he is. Mm-hmm. And I know what you're saying, Mike. It's like pick your poison. Look, look at the metrics right now in Kansas City through six weeks. Teams have given up trying to blitz them. They've they've completely said we so can't what's do he it. Doing? I don't. I, and he's killing them. I know he's killing them. I, it's I, pick your point when you look at. I look at. Look, I get it. I go back to the times, like I've said before, uh, when MacArthur was a sergeant. <laughs> okay, you got to attack when you got a guy like that. Fluster him a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, you know what? If you hear somebody jiggle your doorknob in the middle of the night, oh, you're concerned. <laughs> But if an axe goes through the door, like in The Shining, like in The Shining, yeah, it's like a whole different ball. Game. Then I'm really scared. You're right. You then you gotta it. bring the axe. You better believe it. You can't be go cut it out. <laughs> we were just talking about comedians during the break. You know, cut that out. Who used to say that? You know, it's just one of those deals. Like you're pity padding with Aaron Rodgers. You got to attack. Yeah, couple of college games. Let's talk about here, Mikey. Uh, Michigan. Big, big favorite at home against Northwestern. Oh, I love oh. Coach Fitz and the Cats, but my goodness, uh, they could what is be it, in 23? for it. 23 and a half. They haven't won in the big house since 2008. Michigan has won 14 of the last 16 meetings. Northwestern, I hate to say it, it pains me. 110th in the country in points per game. They just can't score. Uh, Michigan does have Michigan State on deck. Any chance the Wolverines get caught looking ahead a little bit? Uh, not a game I'm playing. I wish the Cats were a little bit better, but wow, that's a big spread for this weekend's game. Well, you know what? I mean, this is one of those um, games where I think Harbaugh, I mean, Michigan is sh- uh, and him are shutting people up right now. Um, they sure are. Oh, they're shutting everybody up, and nobody's been, been you know, if they lost one game this year, Harbaugh would be taking a beating. There's no doubt about it. And I know it's supposed to be Harbaugh, but I've always called him Harbaugh. Uh <laughs> But I, I will tell you this. I fear I got the rosary beads out for Northwestern. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the game. I want them to win. But you know what? It's one of those deals where on Monday and Tuesday, uh, I hope they win the game. I'd like to see them cover the game. 
But if they lost forty to nothing, then shocked? Tuesday. Well, yeah. then Tuesday you're just seeing the facility with the lake and everything. Right. Yeah, They're exactly. showing how nice it is yeah. if you come play there. I don't know that they can score seven against Michigan. We'll see. Well, Unless we'll they see. catch Michigan a little the flat. The quarterback to me. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole ball. You got to get a quarterback if you want to compete in the Big Ten. I'll tell you the biggest shocker of the week. And last week, by the way, folks, let me just say this, Carmen. I turned him on to this. I'm winning that Texas. I should oh. have been five at all. I'm winning the Texas game. Mike and I aren't on the opposite side of games very often. We're on the opposite often. side, right? We just, we're, we're not. We're, it's very rare that we're totally on opposite sides so of games. So would you acknowledge? We were on the opposite side last week, and I'm watching that game thinking Mike was right. They're not, I mean, they they, yeah. they were so, Oklahoma State was okay. so inefficient in the red zone, it was unbelievable. Somehow, they're right there at the end. They get a yeah. big stop. They win the game. Would you say, once again, because I brought it up at the beginning with New England, if that game, had been 55 oh, yeah. minutes long, yes. I win. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. I will say this about Oklahoma State. I'm glad you brought them up. And, and oh, I my God, they look good. I, their defense is impressive. Yes. I will say that. And I, they got an offense that doesn't kill you. So they're going to – they're in the top ten right now. They're on the road. They should be. They're on the road playing an unranked opponent, and they are getting seven again. Iowa State is at home laying seven against OK State. The Cowboys can play some D. Fifth best adjusted line yards on defense in the entire country. Stay away. Top 20 in sack rate. It's a stay away from me, too, but I will give everybody a trend just if they want it. Mike Gundy has now covered 10 of his last 12 games as an underdog going back to 2018. They are 10-2 and two against the number when taking points in their last 12 tries, and they're getting a touchdown as a top-10 team in the country right now on the road. So I remember he was, he was in trouble because he was wearing a T-shirt. I, I know. That people did like, so God bless him that he's getting the job Oof. done. I mean, my God, it's, he's one of the – Oklahoma State's one of the surprises of the year. Yes, I agree. No doubt. Undefeated. All right, when we come back, our buddy Jim Miller's got ponies. Jim And then we're going to give you best plays. You don't want to miss those because we're handing out money. So stick around, folks. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the Odds Couple Friday nights at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Stretch on the odds couple on this Friday. Mike and I do it each and every week for you. We're presented by Prop Club. You get us on the ESPN Chicago app. You'll get us Saturday morning, 8 to 9, and then Sunday morning, 9 to 10, which is perfect for a football Sunday on ESPN 1000. Dream come true for everybody. Absolutely. Including us. It's that time to uh, get some ponies for the weekend. Not only were we giving out NFL games and college games and talking about baseball and basketball, but we need ponies for the weekend. And for that, we turn to one of the best in the business. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne. Thorne Racecourse, where they are racing all weekend. The thoroughbred season is underway. Say hi to the one and only Jim Miller. Jim Gentlemen, all three horses hit the board last week. We could have done a little better, but at least we made some money. And we got stakes races returning this weekend, so it should be a great weekend of racing. So, yeah, explain that, because last week when we talked with some of the weather and some of the rain, you guys decided to push back some stakes races a weekend so that you could make sure that... You know, the, the, the turf could at- accommodate right. the racing, right, Jimmy? Well, and that's the thing about it. Our turf course, the grass was almost a foot long on the turf, but we had had so much rain last week that it was even too soft to get a mower on. So it just wasn't going to be a safe course. So we were just, we were proactive. We took the uh, thing, 
jumped the gun a little bit and, and kind of went, say, let's push the Hawthorne Derby another week down the road. So that's going to be contested this weekend instead of last weekend where we know we're going to run on the turf on Saturday. So that's something that we wanted to make sure these are really good horses. They're running for $100,000. We wanted to give them the best opportunity to run on the best course possible. That wasn't a snap decision, though, so I'm sure that how many heads go into making a decision like that? Was it a quick decision, or was the turf maybe, or was the, the, the field maybe in between? Maybe if you get some sun, were you looking forward to things and looking at the weather down the line? Yeah, we're, we're watching down the line because races like this, I mean, everybody looks and says, okay, the race is contested on Saturday, but we actually enter for that race on the Wednesday prior. So everybody mm-hmm. has to make their plans for shipping, have to make their plans for their treatment of the horse. And, and there is kind of a game day type of setup for a horse, just like an athlete leading into the start of a race, leading into a game. So we were proactive. We made that decision before we even took entries on Wednesday, looking at the forecast, looking at the course that, hey, another week is going to do us a whole lot of good, and this decision is going to pay off in the end. All right, so we got uh, the big Hawthorne Derby this weekend. Are we betting all three uh, races at uh, the hometown track? What do we like for this weekend, Jimmy? Yeah, we're, st- we're staying at home again, Carm. All three races on Saturday. Two of them are stakes races. So race number four, the Illini Princess Stakes. We're going to bet the one horse, Bramble Queen, to win. This is a horse that won this race a couple of years ago. Then in race six, that's the Hawthorne Derby. Bet the two, Last Samurai, across the board. This is a horse that chips in for this race, has a whole lot of ability. And then in race eight, bet the three, Jolina, to win in place, a horse that has speed and has won over the Hawthorne track in the past. All right, I love it. So uh, all these races are Saturday at Hawthorne, folks. The fourth race, the one horse, we're going to bet that one just to win. Then the Hawthorne Derby is going to be race number six. We're going to bet the two horse. Uh, Forgotten Samurai, is that what you said the name is? Lost Samurai. Lost Samurai. Samurai. Last Samurai. Last Samurai. Hey, listen, for Bears fans, it makes you think of Samurai Mike. Exactly. Forgotten. So we're going to bet the two horse across the board there. So make a win, place, and show bet. And then race eight, the three horse to both win and place. Right, Jimmy? That's right. Let's make some money. Get ready for Sunday, boys. Sounds good, buddy. Great work as always. We'll talk to you next Saturday or Friday. Got it. Take care. Jimmy! Yeah, those races are for Saturday at Hawthorne. So Can't there win with you go. Them. Can't win with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot win Cannot with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Buddy used to tell me how. <laughs> Red Sox Astros tonight. That's the one baseball game. The Astros are at home trying to close out the series and advance back to the World Series. Houston is about a minus 110 favorite. The total in the game is nine. Will Boston stave off elimination and force a game seven, Mike? What do you think? Houston should have been banned from any World Series play <laughs> for know. 10 years. Okay? I'm not watching all that much of it because my worst fears are realized. Thank God Boston and Houston are in the same league. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be asking, why would you cheat? when you, Or why would you fix baseball games? And I know there's the gamesmanship argument, but this went to the next level. These guys, I mean, I mean, was I thrilled to see Hinch lose? Absolutely. But I, I'm intrigued by the Dodgers once again. Yeah, how about last know, night? Wow. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I mean, this guy comes out of nowhere. Bell- Taylor, J- Bellinger comes out of nowhere in another game. Seeger, who canned his way out of a paper bag, and all of a sudden it's hitting home runs, makes some adjustments. Uh, but, you know, you, you look at Roberts, I still think that the Dodgers are in trouble as far as Houston's concerned. I'm praying to God, even though I have to look at Alex Cora, who was involved with that. He was. That I don't have to l- it, it really it turns me Let's off. Let's cheer for Boston then. Yeah, but he's in the dugout as the manager. Yeah, it's and he's going to be rewarded for doing something that was wrong in a thousand different ways. And everybody knows it, but the baseball media 
and the baseball, I believe, hierarchy knew they had so much on other teams and other people that a deal was struck, my opinion. Well, they needed Why the- You can't, I mean, you can't have the 1919 White Sox and then have a guy that, that helped fix a World Series managing the next year in Hinch. Or the year after. It's crazy. What? Integrity, Carmen. You tell your kids that. You're going on a trip. <laughs> Integrity. Brady. Teaching Integrity. moment. Teaching moment. Oh, my and people will say how he's got... How many times have they been caught cheating? I mean... Uh, well, uh, how many times have they been caught cheating? The ball thing? That was the most ridiculous... You know that was the most ridiculous... Of course it was Can ridiculous, I tell you the ball cheating. Thing? Can I tell you the ball thing? Might be the most ridiculous... Uh, Story I ever covered Probably. in my thirty years, but it's still technically against the rules. I, I mean, was, they knew what they were doing. They they I taped couldn't throw the other over thirty yards, lines. but I had small hands, but I deflated <laughs> the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I mean, that's that. Look, I understand you bring up Brady's name and, and everybody. Now, now, did he cheat last year? Absolutely not. I don't think so. No, who the hell you know knows what it's the, called? I'm really good. He's I'm cheating. really a freak. He's cheating father time somehow. He's got the skin of an eighteen year old. I don't understand it. Let me tell you something. I Like I've said, the old story, me and Beer walking the dog, breathing the night air, the moon's hitting us. I have a one of my few romantic moments I've had in the last five years. I mean, I go to bed now thinking uh, what, what uh, Salt and Soul's picks are, you know? That's what I dream about now. But we're walking. The dog is looking up at us. I go... Ah, we got it made, don't we? Nobody's got it better than us. She goes, well, Tom Brady. Yeah, maybe. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I love because it. Because the guy is hilarious. just bigger than football now. He's hilarious. That's a hilarious line from B2. Yeah, well, Tom Brady it was, probably it was great. I mean, because, because, I mean, seriously, the guy, well, he's not normal. No. He never went out, apparently, with his friends. He got drunk last year. Okay. Yeah, he got drunk. Yeah, two beers and he's hammered. I think he had two beers and two shots of tequila. I think that was it. And the next thing you know, he was Otis yeah. from the Andy Griffith show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real quick before our picks, uh, any thoughts? USC Notre Dame, they restore no. their rivalry. They took off last year. Brian Kelly, both teams have extra time, but Brian Kelly with extra time against an interim head coach. I think I favor the Irish a little bit in this game, slightly into the Irish, maybe laying the seven yeah. at home. Any thoughts on that game, Mike, Saturday? Well, first of all, USC. Uh, got rid of Sarkeesian so he could go to Texas and suck there, okay? <laughs> and now they're thinking of bringing Urban Meyer in at USC. Okay, I think it's a, a bad... Don't bring any coaches on with dirt all over themselves, okay? Yeah, Enough of that. This game, I want Notre Dame to win, but it doesn't have the same captivating quality as he had even back in the Leinert and Bush days. Oh, agreed. You know what I mean? Totally agreed. Uh, Merck, your Badgers on the road at Purdue, Wisconsin. Oh, let me write it down. Wisconsin's just 2-4 and four against the numbers so far this season. Both these teams are superb at defense. Neither team's too good on offense, but Purdue had the big win at Iowa last week. I was stunned by this, guys. I Honestly, I had to double-check it when I read it because I thought that can't be right. This is the first, Purdue's 25th in this week's poll. This is the first time Purdue's in the AP Top 25 since Joe Tiller's penultimate season in 2007. I was shocked at that. 2007 was the last time they were in the Top 25. Yeah, once he left, it went downhill. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? Are they going to, can they cover the three and a half? Or is Purdue Uh, a little letdown for Purdue? Take Purdue. All right, Mark says take Purdue. There you go. That's from Randy Merkin, everybody. The board, wow. So the board knows, Mike. Merck says wow. take Purdue. Minus wow. the, or plus, I, I'm, I'm plus sort of the three and a half. I'm sort of shocked right now. You know what? I'm going to go with Wisconsin. Oh, there you go. That I mean, it's a one-unit play. One-unit, one unit. okay. Just because, you know what? It's hard for me to believe. I think Wisconsin's got their feet back a little bit. Okay. 
We'll see. All right, let's give our best plays. Uh, okay. What do you like the, for this weekend, Mike? Well, as you know, I gave out, uh, you know, uh, the Miami Hurricanes today, this morning uh, at 1148. Uh, the Miami Hurricanes right now are getting uh, points against North Carolina State, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. Gentlemen. Let me tell you something. You know what? I'm not going to say what LaMotta said in the tunnel, <laughs> but I'd say bet everything you own and all this other stuff. Just be go about three units on this game. Miami wow. graded out heavily. Wow. That's a North Carolina State team on the road coming to Miami yep. with the coach on the hot seat in Miami. Yes, they do. You're right about that. Sometimes yep. that's when you get the best effort. We'll yeah, see. I'm telling you. I like it. Um, okay. I like a, I like a, an AFC North divisional battle between the Bengals and Baltimore. I think this is an intriguing game. I think the Bengals want to try to make a statement that they're going to have something to say about this division, not only this year, but for years to come. And how can you not be impressed by the Bengals' defense? Fifth in defensive DVOA right now. Um, Baltimore has the fifth best success rate via the run in the NFL. Cincinnati, though, is second best in defensive run success rate and second best in adjusted yard lines on defense. This is not the Chargers' rush defense since he's been much better. I actually am going to go with the Bengals in a spot here where I think they've got something to prove. Getting the six and a half, I like Cincy on the road at Baltimore this weekend. So that's I want everybody mine. to listen to the hottest handicapper in the business right now. His name is Carmen DeFalco, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, last week I climbed almost to it within 500. I'm 11 and 12. Remember, I was 7, 11 and 1 going in. So I feel like I'm on a roll right now. And then, you know, I heard Randy talking to somebody, yelling, Mike's got to do something different, you know. And I'm (laughs) trying to come up with something. And I'm doing the all Miami thing, okay? I love it. Uh, Miami Dolphins getting three against the Atlanta Falcons. Let's not fall asleep here. Arthur Blank cries more than he smiles, okay? And they look like they've straightened themselves out. I was shocked as anybody. I don't make this picks. The system does. Uh, Miami. I, I'm with it. I'm with Mike 110% folks on that. We were together uh, that, last week and we won again. Absolutely. Too. That has made my card already, so I am totally with Mike, even though it seems weird the way Miami's played. They're, they're, uh, they're a Damian Harris fumble away from being 0-6. Nobody I'm totally gave with Mike. Nobody uh, shot last night, uh, and Denver is just horrible, and Cleveland beat them. Totally on board with Mike on that one. I'll give you one more, too. I'm going to take a second road dog in the NFL to pair with the Bengals. Oh, I can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to take the Eagles getting the three at the Raiders. I know they had a big emotional win last week. That was a division game. They could settle back into some of the tumultuous things that are happening into that building right now. Vegas is just one in three against the number as a home favorite in the new building. Philly can run it. Fourth in success rate. Third in rush DVOA, and the Raiders can't. They're getting beat up front a lot. They're 25th in success rate, and they're last in yards per attempt. I think the Eagles can take away some of their deep threats as well, and I think they can control the game a little bit. This could be uh, a chance to get the rookie running back going with Miles Sanders a little bit. Um, uh, the kid from Memphis. I'm blanking on his name right now. Who hasn't played much the last couple weeks, but has been good early in the season when they gave him the ball. The only two kids I from like Memphis I remember are Derrick Rose and a guy named Keith Lee, who was 6'9 back in it's, the day. It's uh, Kenneth Gainwell. That's what I'm thinking okay, of. The, the rookie go. running back, Kenneth Gainwell. So I think the Eagles are going to do well. I like them getting the points out in uh, And Vegas. last but not least, I'm taking the Washington Redskins, getting that uh, seven and a half. Right. I think Chico's going to keep within the uh, – look, Cut down on the mistakes. Play above what you are. You're going to Green Bay. It looks like a cinch. Came out. 
the Washington Redskins. I, like I said, I don't make the picks, but I'm on a little overall. There you the go. Redskins, folks. All right, football team it is. All right, Mikey, great stuff. Thanks to Randy Merkin. Thank you to Tyler Aki. Happy wagering, everybody. And uh, we're going to be right back here again next week doing it all over again for you. Have a good weekend. All right, Mike? So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.